We're starting with Ezra Hashem Daf Mem, and we're beginning the very last line of Lamites Ahmed Beis. We're in the middle of discussing the benefits. First, we discuss Remez, Minayin. How do we know Remez from the Torah? For instance, now we have a story, Rav Chalbay Chalash, the last line. Rav Chalbay fell ill. Nafach Achris Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana went to announce Rav Chalbay Bayish, that Rav Chalbay is sick. Nobody came to visit. Amar Luhu said, How could this be? Like, there was a certain Talmud, Tamid Rabbi Akiva, Shechala, he got, he fell ill. And none, and, and none, of the, none of his peers, none of the Chacham came to visit him. And Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva himself went to go visit this Talmud that fell ill. Because he cleaned and he swept the floors. So that caused him to live. Amar Lay, so the Talmud told Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Hechi, San Yatsu, Rabbi Akiva, Vidarash, and Rabbi Akiva went out and was there the following, Komisha Ein, Mavakar Chalim, Kilu Shefech Damen. Okay, then anybody who is not Mavakar Chalim, we see from the fact that if you are Mavakar Chalim, it's going to be Mechaya, the Chalim, it'll provide life for him. So then if you don't, so it's Kilu, Kilu Shefech Damen, Kiyasar, Avdimi, Amar, Kal Mavakar, Chalim, Gurim, Loisha Yechia. So if a person is in this vein, if you're mevaker the chayla, garm l'shiyecha, it causes the chayla to live. If you're not mevaker the chayla, garm l'shiyama, so it causes him to die. So the Gemara says, my grama, what is this causing him to die? So you can, you can tie it like this. Anybody who comes to be mevaker chayla, Will be mavakish rachamim that he should live. V'chol she'ein mavaker es chayla, and somebody who is not mavaker chayla, mavakish shalav rachamim she'yamos, Okay, that's what you might be tempted to say. So if you're not mevaker the chayla, so you're not going to be able to come, you're not going to be able to come and daven for him. It, we're going to say that it's like you're davening for him and he's going to die. Ella kol. So what does it mean? The point is, you're not going to show up, and therefore you are not going to ask for rachim loy sheyechia v'loy sheyamas. Now the rush learns this that we didn't really come off of what we were saying earlier. The rush says. Meaning this idea that we were just fixing the words. Essentially, at this point, what we're saying is that <clears throat> That's the point. The point is that had you showed up to be mavakar chayla, then you wouldn't be mavakar shrachim. And the fact that you didn't, Okay, which is the way. That's what the rush says. If you look at the uh, the first wide line going to the second last line, Minias Habikar Gurim Shiyamas. That's a Pashan understanding of the Gemara, and that is the Pashan way in the, in the Rishonim of understanding this. That logically, that if you show up, you'll daven for him, and if you don't show up, so you're not going to daven for him. If you don't daven for him, then you're going to essentially cause that he dies. However, there's a famous Ran here. The Ran says, if you look at the words of the Gemara, that's not the way it seems to be saying. I'll read the words again. El Kol Shein Mavakar Chayla Im Mavakar that there are certain times, says, says the Ran, he's very, very ill. Where do we see this from? He brings a Raya, at the end of Ksubas, that the Amsa the Rebbe, that originally there was a tug of war going on, the Chacham were davening that, that a Rebbe should live, and we said, they were fighting, right? there was a, a tug of war, and the, the people, the Chacham were davening for Rabbi to live, and then Amsa the Rebbe saw how much in Sar, how often he was going, putting on his soul and taking him off, okay? and she said, eventually she davened that the Yoyinim should be kai for the Tachtonim, she, she had a tefillah, Amsa the Rebbe, that Rebbe should pass away, he was in so much pain. Okay, and that, that's the raya for the Ra. Now this could have, the place can bring this down, um, is a machlekes in the poskim 
specific to, and obviously these are, when we talk about pikuach nefesh and anything of the like, so spe- specifically where Moshe Feinstein brings this is a raya from this Ran, that if a person's sick and the question's asked, let's say there's an opportunity to prolong his life, but it's going to be with terrible yusurim, so he's going to be in a lot of pain, are you mechayiv to, we're not discussing, you know, euthanasia and anything said as far as killing the person, that obviously we're, we're not going to, and that's its own set of shadows. The question is, are you mechayiv to go ahead and and give him medicine or, or do some sort of procedure to prolong his life, even though it's going to be a life in pain. And Moshe learns from here that we see from, from the fact that there are situations where you could be mispal sheyamav, so for sure you're not going to be mechayev to be marach yamav if he's going to be uh, in Yisurim. And he also brings a raya from a Ramah, Shim Lamites, which is the hilchas of a goises. We say that if, uh, let's say there's a goises, and there's something keeping him alive, let's say really loud music or something like that, you can quiet down, really loud noises, you can quiet that down, even though it's essentially going to cause um, him, him to die. So for Kabbalah over here, you don't have to give medicines. That's the way Ramesha learns this. Obviously, it's very you know, technical, very specific in exactly when to apply this. But the Tzitzel Yezer argues, he says, he brings down a Mishnah in Yuma, which we've had before, that if Nafama Pilas, we said, and is a Suffolk, if he's alive, Mephachan Lavis Hagal. Okay, and then what did the Gemara say? And the Gemara asked, Pshita. Well, of course, if he's alive, what's, I need something to tell me that, that we should go ahead and save him if we, if we know that he's alive. So the Gemara says, over there to answer, Okay, so even if we know that he's going to die, there's no hope for him, but you're able to prolong his life a little bit. So you have to, you mean, and Mechal Shabbos. And the Ramam and the Shulchan Aruch bring this down the halacha that even Lachayisha. Now, Mistama says it's a silly answer. This person would be in terrible pain. Obviously, whatever illness caused him, right? He's in the middle of a, you know, he's in a mapoila. So he's, whatever, whatever caused him that he's, he's not going to make it out of it. Yet, we're allowed to Mechal Shabbos. So we see Kalvachayim the other way that uh, you can't daven for someone to Yishiyamos and therefore you must do anything to prolong the life. Okay, so he's bringing a raya from there. However, Rosh Hashanah Arbach kind of answers it too, right? Because even in Ramesh, you have to answer. Well, he's like, he, can't be, he can't be arguing on a Shulchan Arach, right? On the Rambam, right? So, so what's going on? So he says that there's a, there's a middle line. Yes, on the one hand, he says you could possibly like the Ram that you can daven for someone to die. On the other hand, practically speaking, you have to, if there's something to, to, to be Michal, to, if there's something that could prolong his life, you have to be Michal Shabbos. So he, he synthesizes the two. Really uh, interesting uh, but this is a, one, of the, one of the more famous runs in, in the Dharam. If you have if all the runs in the Dharam, it might rank top, it would probably be top five. You know, Kedushin is number one, and then, you know, I don't know, then, then pick them. Okay. Rava, Yoyma Kadma the Chalish. So the first day, <coughs> first day that he was sick, Amar so he said, Loi Tiglula Inchi. Don't let anybody know he was afraid of Ainar. Don't let anybody know that I'm ill. Okay, because then the Mazalim will catch up. Okay, that the mazel shouldn't get weaker again. Ayin hara shouldn't affect somebody. We know that, uh, that, that, that he's weak, so don't publicize it. However, after the first day, meaning because he was still hoping within the first day that it goes away, that it gets cured, there's no ayin hara. Afterwards, he would say, go out and cry in the marketplace to hold the sunny li. Why? Meaning, go announce, announce that I'm sick. Why? To hold the sunny li, whoever, whoever doesn't like me, they'll be happy. So they're violating that, and that will be his chus for me. Because these are bad guys now, if they're being happy for the fact that I am ill. And um, that they will, the ones that want, that, that want to ask Rachmanus, this is the time for them to daven for me. Anybody who's Mavakar Chelel will get saved from Gehenim. Shenemar's Pasuk says, Ashrei Maskil Eldol. 
Hashem. That Hashem will save him. Okay, so we say, So he'll be saved. So if says Okay, and we'll end right. We'll end and, and we'll end my life with sickness. Okay, inami min or from the following Okay, so again, these were instances where we call them dal, and they were and they were ill. In and what did we say? Ashe maskel el dal, which we now said we proved was a sick person. What is What is a bad day? Meaning that's gehenim. In gehenim. Where do we see this? Shenemar. The pasuk says kopal Hashem care. Okay, so that is if you don't. So we see that you will be saved, right? That's what Rav said before. And so now, okay, so we see what you're able to accomplish, but what's your schar? You're saving him from Gehenim, but what's your schar for doing it? So the Gemara says, we just told you what the schar is. The schar is that you saved somebody from Gehenim. Ah, what's your schar going to be? So the Gemara says, we have a whole litany of brachas. Hashem Yishmarehu, V'yichayehu, Usher Ba'aretz, okay, he'll be, he'll be uh, fortunate, right? Yishmarei Hashem, he'll get a special shmir, a garden, Yechayel, keep him alive, Usher Ba'aretz, okay, he'll be Mo'usher, being rich, and he won't be given over to uh, his enemies. Hashem Yishmarei Yitzar Hara, so what does that refer to? That's the Yitzar Yechayel, that's Hashem will keep him alive, he'll save him from Yisurim, Usher Ba'aretz, what does that mean? Hakol Miskabdim, he'll get a special covet, and he won't be given over to the Nefesh Oivav, what does that mean? He will have friends. This person who saves others will have friends like Naaman had friends. Sharipas Tarasai. Naaman's friends, the Hainu Alisha, was Merapa. He cured the Tsaras of Naaman. Okay? And he won't have friends, so he'll have good friends. Who are the good friends? That's Alisha as a friend to Naaman, who was Merapim. And who are bad friends? Contrast that. And he won't have friends like Rechavim Shechilku Asmachusai, that they gave, Rechavim's friends gave him advice um, that he should be uh, especially, uh, uh, he should assert himself. Maybe some might say a tyrant. And therefore it ended up backfiring and it caused that the Malchus split. It was in his mom, the Malchus split between Beis David and uh, Malchus Yisrael. Tanya, Rishim, and Allah, Aymer, Yoyim, So this idea here that who were his advisors? His advisors were young guys. If young people tell you build, and Zakanim tell you to destroy, listen to the Zakanim, okay, you should listen to the Zakanim and not to the other. I mean, even though what it seems like on the surface the Zakanim are telling you to do is destructive behavior, they're telling you to destroy, still listen to them over the Yaladim who are telling you to build. Why? Okay, that we see that Binyin Yaladim when the Yuladim are trying to advise you on, on what to build, meaning it seems like a constructive action, still that is stira, that is destructive, is stira zakenim, binyan. And what seems like the zakenim, the wise people, they're telling you, stira, right, be, do something that seems on the surface, seems to be destructive, still that is binyan, that is some, a positive, it is constructive. A similar double Rechavim Ben Shlema. Okay, we see this idea encapsulated by Rechavim Ben Shlema that um, they gave him advice and it ended up being a destructive Advice that ended up ruining the machas. Amr Rav Shisha Bereid Rav Idi Lo Yilisad Inish Ketsira. A person should not be Mavaker Chayil Lo Bitlashi Kadamaisa. Not within the first three hours of the day. Lo Bitlashi Basraisa or Shai Basraisa. Not in the first three hours or the last three hours. The Yoyma. Why? Ki Hechid Lo Yilisach Daitei Min Rachamit Plays Tlashai Kadamaisa. 
Okay, meaning for so why? Because so, uh, sorry, because if you visit either during the first three hours or the last three hours, you're not going to ask for rachamim. Why? So he seems he he he. he in the first three hours, Plashai Kadamaisa Rav Chadaite, right? He seems to be of right mind, meaning he doesn't, it doesn't appear that the illness is affecting him. He doesn't even look sick, right? You wake up in the morning, and then for a few hours he'll feel good, and then the, the illness kicks in. Basrais, in the last few hours, he looks so bad, Takif Cholshe. Okay, so don't go visit during that. Takif Cholshe, meaning that it looks like he has no hope, that his illness is, uh, right? There's no cure, and therefore, why, what are you going to bother davening for? So the point is that you should go not during the first three hours to Mivakachol nor the last three hours. Amar Rabban, Amar Rab. Minayin she'a Kodesh Baruch Hu zon as a chayla. How do we know that Kodesh Baruch Hu is zon a chayla? Okay, that he sustains him. Shenemar Hashem Yisadeinu al Eres Davoi. That Hashem will support him al Eres Davoi on the bed of pain. Okay, and we see this idea also that we've had, we've had this idea in uh, the Ishta, right? The fever sustains the person. Even if he doesn't eat, that there's a certain uh, illness has the ability to sustain how do we know that the Shekhinah is on top of the, it, it, it comes to visit on top of the Mita of the Chayla Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Hashem Yisodeini al Eres Davoi, right? So it's Hashem supporting him on the Eres Davoi, that's the bed of illness. We see this idea brought into Halacha that if you come to Mibachar, a person should not sit on a bed, on a bench, on a chair, okay, meaning, and the Ran says that Ika, that there are some who say, um, The point is that the, this, if the, if the Mita, if, I'm sorry, if the Chayla is on a Mita, and then the Shechina is on top of him, so you could sit on a chair, that's fine. But says the Ran, that if we're talking about if the, if the ill person is lying on the floor, and the Shina comes to visit him, so now you're going to end up being on top of the Shina if you sit on a chair. Okay? You should sit on the floor with him. Again, the Ran says, that this is only when, this is only when the meat, the chayla is lying on the floor. Okay, now we're going to come to a sugya. It's brought in here because it's Rav and Rav. Okay, which we're just discussing chayla, and this is going to have no shaykhs to mivakar chayla. It's going to be discussing the some of the halachas of mikvay. So we just have to understand. I'm going to try to do this very very basic. Um, it's really a simple gemara with a very very long ran, and I'll try to just uh, quote a couple things from the ran. Not even going to go to the end as far as halacha because the halachas mikvays are quite complex um, outside the scope of this year to bring back an old phrase. Um, but, uh, but just to get a basic understanding, and just so we could like, have an idea of what the Ran is discussing, because it is a Ran, it's a two-blot Ran. It starts over here, halfway on Alpha Mem, and it ends halfway on base. But like I said, so to discuss the basic idea in regards to, in, in regards to Tefillah. So there are, the Pasuk in Shmini says, bar So there's two ways, there's two ways to become Tahar. There is a, a mayanubar, right, which is referring to like a natural spring, mikveh mayim, or mikveh, as we know it. So what's the difference between a mayan, a spring, and what's the difference in, in, in halacha of how to be toivel in a uh, mayan, a spring, versus a mayan, versus a mikveh? Okay, so the difference is like this, that a mayan, a natural spring, which is natural water, 
think of like hot spring where the water is coming naturally, and we have to discuss what the status is of a river, but the, you could be metahir b'chol shehu. You don't need memsa. It's a mikvah that requires memsa. Mikvah is what we call ashbayrin, um, that it's pooled. It's like a pool. So if the water is natural water, meaning coming from a spring, so then you could be metahir b'zeichelin, what's called with flowing water. Meaning, so if you know that you're in an area that has natural, a natural spring, you don't need a memsa in that area. And the water can be flowing. It doesn't have to be sitting anywhere. It doesn't have to be pooled anywhere because it's kol shehu. And therefore, you can be metahir in that. Or the other way is if you have water that's rainwater, then it can be metahir baj It has to be pooled, and then you need memsa mikvah. Okay, so there's two ways. It's either mayan zoichlin, flowing water, or in ashbayrin, that is rainwater. Now, the problem is going to exist, and what Gemara is going to address is, well, what happens if you have a river? What happens if you have a river that there's a lot of rainwater in? So now, does it have the status of zoichlin, or does it have the status of ashbayrin? Okay? Which one is it? Well, sorry. If, let me put it that, I'm not going to say, it doesn't have the status of Ashbayrin. If it's a river that is Zeichelin, but the majority of the rain came from rainwater, well, rainwater is only Metaher Bajbayrin. So you can't use that river because it's Zeichelin, it's flowing water, and it's not Ashbayrin, it's not pooled. Okay? So that's going to be the question and the discussion on Gemara. But I'm a Ravin. Ravan says, Amarav, 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 Rav, Mitrav, Amarava, when Sahada Rabba Pras, when there is rain in, in Eretz Yisrael, Yushalayim, Sahada Rabba, the Edus, it manifests, that rain is manifested in the Paras River. Meaning, when the river, when we see that the river is high watermark, that means that you know what happened? It rained somewhere. It rained in Marava, and that flowed, Bubble is the low, lower lands, it flowed to, to Bubble, and it showed up, that rainwater showed up in Pras, meaning that you'd have a problem being Metaher in there. Why, says Rav? Because it's rainwater. You want to know what the Pras River is? It's rainwater. And there's too much rainwater. And this is going to argue, Pliga de Shmuel, this argues on Shmuel, Damar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Nahara Mikifa Misbarech. Okay, that the river comes, Mikifa means like, Kifa like from the, from the source. Meaning, and there is, that is a memra that Shmuel says. So Shmuel argues, and he says, no. A river, like the Pras River, where does it get its water from? It's not rainwater, it's Mikifa. And since it has a water source, and we'll discuss this in the run, that the determination of a water source is if it never dries up. If it never, ever, ever dries up, no matter what, so then even, but even if it dries up once every 10 years or whatever, somebody can drink it, you know, the armies can come through and they need a lot of water. But if a river never dries up, so then that means Naharami Kifa Misbarech, it comes from, it has its own water source, comes from, you know, inside the earth. And therefore, anytime there is a rule that anytime there is a Nara that is attached to Kifa, meaning it has a natural water source and is not dependent on rain, how do I know if it doesn't, if it never dries up? Okay, so then it's always going to be two thirds. It's always going to be rive kifa, and it's going to be rive river. It's rive river water. If it's rive river water, so then you have no problem. Shmuel would hold. You have no problem being uh, uh, being table in it because it's zeichlin. You know why? Because it is considered mayan water and not rainwater. And the fact that there's rainwater it doesn't matter when you have a river that is attached mikifa. So then it's always going to have rive natural water source. Going to have a status of a, of a mayan. And a Mayan, like we said, can be, it could be Matar, and we don't care, we ignore the fact that there's rainwater there. 
Okay, so that is a machlekes on the surface between Rav and Shmuel. However, here comes fun. Upliga de Shmuel ad Shmuel. The problem is we have a stira in Shmuel. Damar Shmuel, because Shmuel said, Ein hamayim mitarin b'zeichlin. You can't, you can't be mitar in waters that are flowing, meaning a river. Ela pras, the only time you can do this is pras b'yoyim etisha bovat. It's only a nahar, like nahar pras, meaning we know that the, again, it has, it never dries up. Like we said, that is qualification number one. And qualification number two is B'yemi Tishrei Bavad, meaning, what is Yom Tishrei? If you think about it, Yom Tishrei is the end of the summer, so it's before the rainy season, and it's a lot of distance away from the cold, from the winter. So when are the two, that is Tishrei, B'yemi Tishrei Bavad, El Pras, a river like Pras that never dries up, and Yom Tishrei, where we know that there's no Hafshara Shalek, there's no melting uh, glacier water coming off the top of the mountains at that point because it's so deep into the summer. It's at the end of the summer that any snow would have already melted months ago and that water had already washed through, okay? And, and it's not yet the rainy season. So again, it, it didn't rain. So it's not rainwater. So in a situation where you know two things, number one, that the Paras, a river like Paras that never dries up, and number two, and number two, it's Yom Tishrei, then we can go ahead and say, Yom Tishrei, we can go ahead and say that, yeah, that's when you can go at, that's when you can be tevil in this river, b'zoichlin, use it as zoichlin, otherwise you can't be tevil in there, okay, because we have to be concerned that there's, that it's rave rainwater, which would argue on the previous member of Shmuel who said that it's Narami Kifa, that it comes from a natural source, and anytime you have Narami Kifa, the point is it's always going to be rave Mayan water, natural spring water, and it's not going to be rainwater, so we have a steer in Shmuel, Okay, so we have Rav against Shmuel. We have actually Rav and Shmuel against Shmuel. And now let's add a third one to it. So he made mikvois for his daughters, Nisan. And Yoimi Nisan's Lavdavka. Meaning in Yoimi Nisan, what's the Chiddush? The Rav explains. Really, he would make, he would make mikvois for his daughters earlier as well. The point is in Yoimi Nisan, even in, this, in, 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 in the winter months, so he made mikvais, we could say he made mikvais because the water was too cold to be tevil in. Okay? So you have no riot. But the point is, they, they cut through the ice in, in Yeminison, when it already had warmed up, he would still make mikvais. Why? Because he held that it was rainwater coming off, right? It's, it's, it's hafshara shlagim. Okay? And therefore, it's the snow melting. And again, Avuad Shmuel also had the same problem Biyamin Nisan, he had the same problem that he had to he had to use mikvais because he's held that it was rave rainwater. Umaftsi and he mats he made mats for what for being tevil in the river biyamin tishrei. Again, so we see here again only in biyamin tishrei or the like, meaning times where you know that there is that there's not rave rainwater. What were these mats for? So the Ron brings two. Either the mats were either for chatzitza, they would put on the bottom for chatzitza, or they were tzniyusa, they were put as walls, as barriers for tzniyus. But the point was that in Yemei Tishrei only would they use, or the like, like we said, we're using Nisan and Tishrei as extreme examples. Okay, Yemei Tishrei or the like, that they, that's the only time they would use the river. So now we have essentially a machlekes between, really, and, and the Ran does point this out, that you have Rav, Shmuel, and Avu Adeshmol all saying you can't use the river. Unless you know it's Yemi Tishri, unless you know that it's not right, we have to be concerned. We have to be concerned uh, that it's going to be 
rave rainwater, and if it's rave rainwater because Nara is not Mikifa Misbarech. And that's going to argue on another member of Shmuel, so Rav Shmuel and Abu the Shmuel, again, Shmuel, who holds that Nara Mikifa Misbarech. And Shmuel, I'll just quote this. So the Ran says that the Kamarnami, um, the Ran says, the Inyan Halacha, he brings down, Pasak Rabbeinu Tam Kishmuel, the Omar Nahara Mikifa Misbarech. He says that it comes from the natural source, and the Rabbeinu Tam Paskins, even though you have Shmuel against Shmuel, and he knows this, Shmuel, Avuah the Shmuel, and Rav, still we're going to go like the member of Shmuel, because Shmuel himself said, Nara Mikiva Mubarech, therefore, anytime you have that where it comes from the, from the natural source, so you're going to have Rav, natural water, and it overpowers the rainwater, and it's going to be okay. Why? Regardless of the time of the year. Well, of the time of the year. Yes, that's, that's what he would hold. Okay, again, as long as you know, and the Rav points out, well, I just want to make one point. Why? Because, how do we know Oh, sorry, okay, I'll make that point. As long as we know that the river never dries up. If it, never, if it ever dries up, ever, like I don't care how many years of drought, Lake Powell, whatever, if it ever dries up, then we're going to say no. Guys, he brings a bunch of different examples, or what it calls not machazvet. If it never dries up, so then we know it's attached to some sort of water source, and if so, why do we call it Nahar Pras? He brings down the Memra, that Parim Viravin, name of Parim Viravin, has a lot of waters, okay? So he says, just to, to, to quote really the end here, Once it has Kifa, once, if you, if you ascribe to that shot, even if it's crazy torrential downpour of water and you're watching this raging river that you know is coming off of a massive storm, still you can be titling it. So Rabbeinu Tam Paskins, because anytime it's Nara Mikifa, you're going to have Roiv, I don't care what it looks like, it's going to be Roiv water that came from natural source, from the natural source, and therefore, as long as you know, what's the qualification? As long as you know that it doesn't dry up, you can be titling it. However, Okay, so that's actually the Ran who's saying that that's only if it doesn't dry up. We can't say, if it could ever dry up, you know what that means? That means it doesn't have a natural, doesn't have a natural spring source, and then you can't apply that rule. However, he says, Okay, Pasku Kirava Shmuel, and like the other Shmuel, Okay, and therefore, so he basically goes through, and the Ran spends a lot of time trying to understand, okay, well, if you're going to be Cheshish according to those Rishainim going like the other, the other Shita, meaning that you do have to be concerned, you can't rely on Nar Mikifa Mizbarech, and you have to be concerned, now it depends on water levels. So if you know the river, right, he says, So he summarizes, according to these Shitas, that we have to be concerned, meaning not like Shmuel. First of all, he says, I, what is it? Shmuel said, Mikifa Mizbarach. So no, that was it. He says, that was an Agadata. And you can't bring a Raya. We have stories of Shmuel saying Allah. When we have Avuah de Shmuel Paskin like that, you can't, you can't try to bring a Raya Lahalacha from, because Shmuel said something in Agadata. Whatever that means, that means not Mikifa Mizbarach. But that's, that's an Agadata Gemara. That's not Allah Gemara. Okay, and therefore he says, Nimsa Achshel Lefidarach So number one rule. According to, according to these Rishonim, is if it will ever dry up, then you can't be Matarin in it at all. Because now we never know. Could be Megasharim. We don't, we don't know what the water is. Now, if you have large rivers that never dry up, so Okay, so again, if you know what the water levels look like, you know what standard, standard no rain water level is, then you can make a determination. And you put markers in, right, at the riverbank, and you can decide 
based on where the water levels are, exactly is it Roy Gishamim or not. Okay, And then what will we saying? That even if you're not a bucky in the water levels, you would be okay. Meaning, so again, in general, in order to use it at any other month, you'd have to know, you'd have to know when. Now, as far as what to do, like I said, what to do with this halacha, psak uh, and all that, that I'm not, I'm not coming to address at all. I just wanted to address these two shitas and just to understand a little bit, just a little parts of the Ran over here. Then he goes further in the whole Ahmed Aleph, discusses some more technical details, but I guess we'll stop here. I will, uh, just to review. Um, just to review. So it seems like they did use the rivers. They definitely use, well, I mean, yes, they would use the rivers. Again, in Yom Tishrei, they definitely would use it. Now, the question is how, how far you could extend it. Meaning, even, even those shitas who held, you have to be concerned. If you know that it's Mayim Shein Mechazman, it's Nar Pras, there's a lot of tributaries. I mean, it's, it's, it's a river that never dries up. So then you could, definitely, you could definitely use it as long as you know that there's not rave rainwater. So, um, so we started with Reb Chalba Chalash, right? He was Achor, so nobody came, nobody came to visit. Nobody came to visit. And he said, how could it be that nobody came to visit? Don't we know that we saw that uh, when you come to visit, we saw in Maisov, Tamida Rabbi Akiva, that it's Hachiyosai, that he, he caused him to live. He, he revived him. Okay, that if somebody's sick, and Ravdimi off of that said, Okay, and Eina Mevaker was, we said, Gerim Sheyomus. We said, how do we understand that? We said, the famous Ron over here, that um, <clears throat> because you're not going to come, there are certain times where you're supposed to daven we said there's Machlikis and Rishonim, how to understand that, but <clears throat> there are certain times, according to the Ran, the famous Ran, that there are certain times where one is supposed to daven that the person should die. We saw that from Amsa de Rebbe. Okay, Rava, uh, he said the first day when he was sick, he said, don't tell anybody. Okay, go call it out, right? Again, if they hate me, so then they'll revel in my, in my downfall, okay? And that will be, that will go ahead and be his chus for me. Okay, because they are bin polyvecha al tismach, they're violating that. And if and people like me, if they want to ask Rachamim for me, so then they'll they'll daven for me. Either way, it'll help me at that point. Okay, we said where we bring that from Ashrei Maskil Dol, which was a chayla biyimra'a on Gehenim. And we said, I what's the scharoi ba'ilam hazeh? Okay, we know that you're saving a guy from Gehenna, but what's the schar b'lemazeh? That we said you get all sorts of brachas. Yishmereim yitzer har vechayeu min esurim ba'usher ba'aretz, and he'll have kavod. You like reim kinaman, like we said. Okay, and then we came off, and you'll have he'll have friends like like Naman had friend in Elisha who cured him, and not like Rechavam. No, he won't have friends like Rechavam who caused the malchus to be split. And we said the memra that we've had before. Shimon Elazar and Yemru yiladim bnei zakenim sasar. Right, that the zakenim tell you to destroy. Listen to this Canaan, don't listen to the Elohim. Okay, we said don't uh, visit within the first three hours because, okay, it looks like you're already healed, meaning it looks like he doesn't need Rachman. The point is, the, the point of coming to me, Vakar Chayla, is to give him dedicated time to daven for him. So if you go in the first three hours, he doesn't look ill, you're not going to daven for him. And the last three hours, you're not going to daven for him because it looks like there's no hope, okay? And therefore, um, don't go during the first three or last three hours. When do you know that Kadosh Baruch was Zanus Chayla? We had... And the memra of this is all Rav and Amar Rav that we had Shechina Shuri Lemal Mitasa Shel Shel We saw this. Um, 
from the din that if a person, again, the way the Ron explained it, at least according to some, was if the chayla if the is lying on the ground, you come in to visit, the shechina is lamala, so don't sit on a chair. The b'risa came and said, don't sit on a chair, because a person, we know that we see that the shechina is there. Again, this idea that the shechina was on the chayla, so the shechina is there. Um, and then we had the mikvah isugya of Ravana Mara, Mitra, um, we said Mitra Marava Sahada Rava Pras, right? The, the, the Edus, that it, that it rained, or if you want to know why the river rose, look, that's in, in Edus, that it rained a lot in Marava, okay? And like we said, this is going, so he holds Rav and Rav, so Rav holds that it's, you could have rave rainwater in the river. If you see the river gushing, it means that it was, there was a lot of rainwater. If so, Nafkamina, can you be titled in it or not? Okay, and you can't, according to him. However, this would argue on Shmos is Narami Kiva Masbarach. It comes from the natural source. And therefore, any time, like we explained, any time it comes to a river has a, a Kiva. How do you know if it never dries up? So if it has a Kiva, so then it's always going to be Rave natural water, which is Mitar Bezoichlin flowing. It does not need to be Ashbarim pool. That's only rainwater would have to be. And this Shmuel that says Narami Kiva Masbarach would argue on, sh- on a different Shmuel, right? It says Prasi Mitar Bezoichlin El Metishrei meaning that you could only be metaher in the river pras, be made tishrei, or the like, the way we explained it, okay, um, meaning which is achar kayetz, right, it's after the summer, you've already given ample time for all the runoff from the melting snow, and it's before the rainy season, meaning so that's the extreme, nar pras, which we know never dries up, and in this time of the season, or like we said, or the like, if you know, then you can be Metar uh, b'zeichlin during that time, but other times it's going to be aser. We're going to be cheshesh for rov kishamim. So we see Shmuel argues on it that it's not mikifim esparach, and also avu adishmol. So it's Rav Shmuel and avu adishmol. Avu adishmol. Where do we see that he argued? Number one, he made mikvays for his daughters biyami nisan. Okay, which meant that the, that that even when it was phys- they were physically capable of going in the river because the water wasn't so cold, still he made advice. Why? Because there's hafshar shlagim, right? You're going to have rainwater and it is going to be a concern. And mafzi, the Yemi Tishrei, we see the Yemi Tishrei, they did use the river because they knew then, again, same idea, that would, they would, he would make mats to use the, 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 the river to be metar b'zeichlin, but the same idea that, that if, and the way we kind of had it, we had machlekes, rishayinim, rabbeinu tam, held like the Shmuel against Shmuel, Rab and Avu the Shmuel, that as long as you know that it's not Mechazvin, even if you see the water gushing, since Nara Mekifim is Baruch, that's the way the Rabbi Tam Paskin, um, combined with the way the Ram, the Ram edited that was, or, or brought on to that, that if you know the waters aren't Mechazvin, meaning if they don't dry up completely, so then Nara Mekifim is Baruch, if it's a river, and so the river that is attached to a natural water source, so then, if it, or, it's, or it's water is sourced naturally, I should say, then it doesn't matter how much rainwater there is, but we brought on the other side, the Shittus Rishenim, the Rach and the Rif, who argue on that and say that, um, <clears throat> that it's only like B'yami Tishrei, meaning it can't be Mechazvin, and you have to know the water levels and you do have to be concerned because we don't say Nara Mikifah Tzbarach.